Well, hey, welcome to In the Growth Space. My name is David McGlennon and I'm your host. And I am so glad that you're listening in today. Today's story is one that I think you're going to just really be inspired by. You know, our, our theme this month is being relentless about personal growth, being relentless about improving and and actually being a lifelong learner. And, and today's guest, Michael Howell, is the, the, the epitome of lifelong learning. And it's, it's really one of the traits that I find in leaders who are truly growing and who are truly making an impact in life and in, in society around them. You know, and sometimes in a person's growth journey, um, that, that growth requires just setting aside our own ego and being able to be humble and, and really learning through pain. And today's guest is somebody who exhibits that and exudes and embodies that lifelong learning path. He's super successful in business, but more importantly, he's humble and he has a heart that desires to build significance in others. Let me tell you just a little bit about Michael and kind of his background and and some of his professional uh, history, and then we'll get into our conversation. Michael Howell is the owner broker of Realty One Group Restore, and he's president CEO of Kingdom Coaching, which is a business that focuses on developing leaders, teaching entrepreneurship, and promoting personal growth. So perfect for the theme this uh, this month. He is a catalyst for business growth, as you're going to hear. Um, but he his business strengths have catapulted his real estate brokerage to include three locations, and he employs over 125 real estate professionals. He's also earned a, a solid stake in market share in the Tri-County area in, in Eastern Pennsylvania around the, the Philadelphia area. And Michael also currently serves as the member or a member of the 2023 Pennsylvania Association of Realtors Board of Directors. And he's chair of the Diversity and Inclusion Committee within his local association of, of realtors. Now, if I could personally summarize Michael's story, it's really from pain to purpose. I, I, I even said this in, in, the, in the conversation um, because you're going to hear that some of Michael's greatest growth came from some of his deepest pain. And I think that's true for all of us who have grown th- gone through our own growth journey. Sometimes it takes really deep pain and pivotal moments in our lives to propel us into the next season of growth. And his, his growth came from a strong foundation of, of both faith and also personal disciplines and, and daily disciplines and daily routines. We talk a little bit about that as well. I really uh, enjoyed hearing Michael share his story. He shared some things that I hadn't heard before, which is really cool. Michael and I are friends. We were actually also a, a part of a, a mastermind group together. And, and um, you're just going to love this conversation with Michael. So let's just go ahead and I'll get out of the way and let's get into that conversation right now with Michael Howell. Well, hey, Michael, I'm so glad to have you here on the podcast on In the Growth Space. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, it's my pleasure. You know, I, I it's it's been uh, on my list to have you on for quite a while because uh, your your story of growth is is just an amazing one. And 
I'm really excited uh, to get to share it with the listeners here um, on, on this episode. So, you know, tell us a little bit about your story. You're an entrepreneur. Um, you know, you're, you're now a coach and you're, you're just, uh, your life just exudes growth. So <laughs> talk a little bit about like what got you on that path? What got you on the journey of growth? Oh man, it's, it, I'd have to go back to, um, you know, early twenties really. Um, and, and, and probably even further than that. Um, I'm married. I've been married now for 33 years to my wife, Lori. And, um, back when we were married about a year, uh, a little over a year, um, I got in some trouble and, um, and it really, you know, was a significant turning point in my life. Mm. Um, and, you know, I immediately enrolled in barber school. And uh, after about, you know, 13 years or so of doing barbering, I had, um, I've grown a, a pretty substantial barber business. And I wanted to buy my own building to open up my own barbershop. And I met a realtor, um, you know, who, who happens to be my partner today, Lou Masella. And uh, long story short, there, I, I, within a couple months, I started going to um, real estate school. Didn't get that building, so I didn't open up the barbershop at that time. Okay. However, um, you know, I got into real estate, and that's been about 21 years ago. Wow. Um, so for the first 13 years, I was doing both barbering and real estate. Real estate became the primary. Um, all the while, you know, continuing to grow um, in, in wisdom and knowledge of of the business of real estate. Mm, yeah. Um, and then, you know, I've got two sons, adult sons, Michael and Marcus. Michael's now 32 and Marcus is 28. He just got married a month ago. Uh, yeah. So both of those guys were heavily involved in sports. And, you know, I've always wanted to be a part of their, uh, you know, I coached them when they were little, but even when they went into high school, I wanted to be a part of that. So yeah, it started becoming a lot more difficult for me to, to, to work at the barbershop and sell real estate and make all that. So, you know, teams were becoming popular. So after 13 years, I, I started to grow a, a real estate team. Okay. Um, again, you know, not to get too, you know, into it um, over the next five years, that team, grew very large and very productive we became one of the the uh the best teams you know, most productive teams i'd say in in the company nice and that's when i was approached to buy my own franchise in 2017 wow um so in 2017 another significant thing happened right around that time was i joined the john maxwell team as yeah. you know yeah sure sure and um and that's really when i started getting very intentional about growth I didn't know prior to, but I had a hunger and desire ever since the time that I got in some trouble. Um, and we can get into that a little bit more if you like. Sure, sure. But, um, you know, I've always had a, uh, a passion and desire for more, better. What, what's that's next? Mm -hmm. um, so um, when I got approached in 2017, it was the, the timing was just perfect. I had got my broker's license. I had a large team. And in 2019, we actually opened up the Realty One Group Restore okay. franchise in our hometown here in Collegeville, Pennsylvania. Nice. And it just, it was explosive growth, um, great model, um, really good team that I had put together. And um, 
within six months, we had over 50 agents working with us. Um, We bought two more locations. So uh, here in Pennsylvania, we have offices now in Montgomery County, Collegeville, Bluebell, and Conshohocken. Wow. And we also have about almost 100, we're approaching 150 real estate agents. Um, And so my sons, Michael and Marcus, now, you know, have to come home from college um, over the years. And and they've now taken over the the sales part of the business. Lori runs the administrative part of the business. And Lou, my partner, um, operates as the broker of record and handles all the transactional management of the company and um through this process of intentional growth as you know um in 2021 i launched kingdom coaching where i now do speaking training and coaching on leadership business building um and serve our associations in the area of diversity equity and inclusion oh that's that's so awesome michael so it's been a long ride but good ride yeah man there's so much i want to unpack here because um i think go back to Go back to just the, I, I guess one of the things I'm curious about is what were some of the things that led to your growth in the business? So, so you, you were in the, the, the real estate business and you began to really grow. You, you, you left barbering and you, you went full-time or, you know, focus, full-time focus on your, on your real estate. What were some of the things that led to your success of and and the growth of of the business up until like say 2017 when you you bought the franchise? What 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 would you say some of those principles were if you if you know or yeah. if you th- yeah. thought about it? Well, I think the first one would I'd have to say my dad had instilled a very good work ethic ah, in yeah. us. Yeah. Um, you know, I always was the first one at the shop. Like yeah. the last one to leave, kind sure. of that will not be outworked mm-hmm. mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then also, you know, I always had a passion for more. And, mm. um, you know, coming from kind of humble beginnings, um, money was a big motivator for me. Sure. And so from going from barbering into real estate, um, once I started seeing the uh, the opportunity for more financial success, yeah. um that really drove me mm-hmm. to then utilize my sphere of influence mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. you know let everyone know in that sphere of influence that that I was now in real estate full time and I'm here to serve. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so so that work ethic that your dad helped you with and and really just the the motivation um it sounds like that was kind of what propelled you into that growth mode, as you built a team, what were some of the lessons that you learned as you built a team? Yeah. Wow. That, that's a hard one, right? <laughs> so I'm, a, um, I've changed a little bit, but I was always known as a, as a high D like yep. type A personality. I, totally um, I, I think some people would probably call me a control freak, like my wife <laughs> and my children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I'm there with you, man. <laughs> um, you know, nobody could do it as good as I could do it mentality but what i learned and became more and more aware of is that in order for me to grow into the next level mm-hmm. i had to learn how to trust my teammates yeah. so good i had to learn how to let go of some of the responsibility even if it wasn't going to be done as good as i thought i could be done mm-hmm. yeah. um you know john maxwell teaches if they could do 
Um, if they could do it 80% as good, that's good enough. Right. And you know what I realized after that was that when I stepped away from it, as time changed, you know, they started doing it even better. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Because things change and there's better ways to do things. So mm -hmm. um, the hardest thing about the growth, I think, was letting go and trusting the team. Yeah. Um, but it was essential to to the explosive growth that we once I started to realize what was my strength, I'm a people person, right? Yeah. I go out there, I, I'm going to get the business. I'm, I, I was known in real estate as the rainmaker for the team. Yeah, yeah. And once I just started focusing on that, everything started falling nicely into place in terms mm. of, you know, having, creating opportunities for others yeah. on the team. <laughs> Man, you know, that's, I think that's such a, a, a great lesson for so many leaders because I think there are so many leaders that are of that same personality, that D personality or that D and I personality. And I know I've had to learn this as well. I've had to learn to, to put, um, put trust in, in the team and, 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 and let people know what my vision is and then allow them to take it and, and run with it. And I think there's a lot of leaders that have to learn that lesson. Um, so I think, you know, to, to, the, to those of you who are listening, if you're an emerging leader, if you're an advancing leader and, and you, you're in that process of, hey, you've been a great contributor, you know, one-on-one -on -one contributor, and now you're, you're, you're moving into that, that, that team lead or that leadership role, I think it's really important to begin to look at your team, look at their strengths and see how they can help you go further and farther. You know, I, I, I know that um, just looking at those strengths of a team, you can see where you can, you know, put put people so that they can lean into those strengths and, and, and any team has to do that. So as a coach for your team, um, you know, that's, that's a, that's a really important, uh, growth point, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as you were talking, the thing, I, other thing I thought about, um, is, is, is leading by example. Yeah. Right. Like, um, having a coach. Yep. Absolutely. Is essential. Um, yep. it helped me to, um, see the blind spots and become more aware yeah. of some of the things that may have been, you know, being a lid or, or holding me back from all that I see or all that I aspired for the vision for the company. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so leading by example, I think is huge. Um, you know, more is, is, is caught than taught. Yeah. So true in a lot of, a lot of different areas. Right. I mean, yeah. there are things that I see now as my children are older that they picked up in me, some things I wish they hadn't, <laughs> but, right. uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Right. Uh, but yeah, you're right. So many things are, are caught. And I think that, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that you brought that up, that leading by example, because it's, it is the element I think of discipline that, makes a leader really great to, 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 to show up, to be, you know, do the things that nobody else wants to do, but you're going to do them anyway, even when you don't feel like doing them. That's, that's part of leadership. And that's part of 
I think the growth process, leaning into those things that you maybe don't necessarily want to do all the time. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I said to, to my wife and my partner recently, like, you know, if you would have told me <laughs> going on, I joined, I joined the John Maxwell team in 2017. So six years ago. Yeah. And, you know, a funny story was I had just come off of doing 104 transactions in one year. Oh my goodness. And so the next step was, Hey, you know, you should get a coach <laughs> and, um, you know, interviewing some coaches. I had, I had, uh, you know, most of the time, the coaches that I was interviewing at the company that I was at had never sold a hundred houses and it was a big <laughs> expense in, in yeah. one year. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it was a big expense. So I didn't really see the value in spending that money. So I in turn joined the John Maxwell team kind of looking for a coach, but I, I started out in the people building lane mm -hmm. because I really just wanted to learn how to be a better leader. At the time I still had barber shops. People okay. were working for me at the barbershop. And then I had grown a, a almost 10 people on my real estate team. Hmm. And so um, as I continued to grow there, um, like I said, I would have never, I never aspired to have a speed, to be a speaker, a trainer, or a coach. Sure. But I believe that I evolved into that out of what was already inside of me mm -hmm. right yeah. um i didn't i didn't want i didn't say i wanted to do that yeah but as i continued down that growth journey and that that pathway it actually evolved into hey you know what i feel like i'm being called into this mm, now this yeah. is more fulfilling yeah um and i think it also had something to do with the season of life you know or empty nesters right yep and so um you know a little bit more about my story sure. and and john says once you taste significance success will never satisfy yeah yeah and when i originally started the pathway down there i just wanted to become a better leader for the people that i was that were following me or the people that i was leading yeah right and then that evolved into what i said i would never want to do is, is being a, <laughs> a professional speaker yeah, yeah. Trainer and a coach, right? <laughs> yeah, it's funny how that happens, right? But it, anytime you say I'll I'll never do that or I never want to do that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm good. I, I just wanted to continue to build these businesses and yeah. and um and you know, I'm I'm reading good to great right now. Did sure. you read that? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's good. So, you know, good is the enemy of great. Yeah. And I've never been um easily satisfied. And I'm also learning that being content and satisfied are two different things. Mm, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, that's say, say a little bit more about that. Yeah, being content. Like I'm earlier on in my life, um, as a result of getting in trouble, you know, um, early on, I, I'm a high school dropout. Um, I had some some issues early on in my in my high school career. Parents split and things got, got tough. Um, I feel like I've always, um, tried to aspire for success, mm -hmm. um, more, 
money, more stuff, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Um, and at every level, buying the cars, the houses, the things, sure. they never satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. They never satisfied. Um, once I understood that, you know, um, a lot of my life as an entrepreneur, as a business person was, was striving to kind of erase hmm. those two big mistakes. I feel like I made early on in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, in 2016, I shared that at my church, hmm. wow. um, that I had dropped out of high school and that I got in trouble with, with the law in my mm -hmm. early twenties. Yeah. Now this is 25 years later where most people in my church and in the community, they see Mike Howe today. They yeah, didn't know yeah. that guy. Yeah, sure. And that, that was a, that was a big moment in my life of surrender mm. Yeah, yeah. because those, those two things, I, th I think I didn't realize were kind of holding me back the embarrassment, the guilt, the shame of them and, and not wanting other people to know about it. Sure. Yeah. When I put it out there, I understood that I understood significance that night mm. and it allowed other people, especially men to, to start to come up to me and, and share that they may have been struggling with something and thanking mm. me. Mm. And I realized that my story was much more impactful. Wow. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, um, so then it became, I want to make a difference in other people's lives. Hmm. Yeah. Right. So I'm content where I'm at, but I'm not satisfied yeah. because there's always more. There's always better. There's more lives to impact. Sure. There's more things that I feel God is calling me to do to mm -hmm. make a difference in my in my in my world. Right. In my community, right. in our church, in my company. Yeah. And so the difference for me was, you know, you'll never get satisfied if you're always seeking for more success mm -hmm. but you can be content mm. while you're striving to make more of a difference oh that's so good michael wow yeah that's i i think that's a that's a really important lesson especially for people who are continuing to to strive to be do and have more because it's it's not about having more stuff it's it's about having more impact and it's having more um more i guess impact and 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 um relationships that are growing and and um impact on other people's lives that that they can you know be a significant impact on other people i it's it, so i want what i'm hearing you say too is just that it's not all about just success from a financial, you know, stuff kind of a perspective. It's, it's leaning into the, the significance of what really matters, what, what, what really matters in life. And, and it isn't the stuff because, you know, I, you and I both know that that stuff is, you know, it's, it rusts, it takes, you know, it takes uh, effort to, you know, keep it up and all of those kinds of things, the little toys that we think we need to, to, to be satisfied with. And, you know, I think that's something that I've been learning as well is that it's, it's for me, I love the experiences with other people and having those experiences really makes life rich. And I think makes the growth journey 
really special as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the growth journey helps you shape your values mm, yeah. as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, we all get to a certain place in life through experience, our childhood, how we were raised, our parents' yeah. beliefs yeah. and things like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned a lot of things the hard way and a lot of the things that that make a big difference in my life today came out of pain. Yeah. Right. So what I value the most are the areas that I focus on the most. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Right. Yeah. But and how so some of the values that you developed um, over the course of your growth journey, um, how did they like how did they how did how did they become how did you become aware of those values like what was there a process that you walked through or was yeah. it just yeah just kind of a you know day so, by day you know when i was um i'm i'm i was born in 69 okay so my mom and dad met in germany my dad's african-american my mom was german Okay. So I don't know if you know this, but interracial marriage was not um, legal in the United States until 67. Oh, gosh. No, I didn't know that. So um, when I was in second grade, so we lived in, you know, my dad comes very humble beginnings, was dirt poor, but he was very ambitious. Mm. And and because he was very dark skinned, he had a chip on his shoulder. Mm -hmm. um, and, and he also knew that environment was critical to development. So, you know, my, he brought my mom back to the States and in, in the, in the community that we lived in, you know, I didn't realize it then, but it was probably very difficult to have be married to a white woman. Right. Mm, sure. Um, and, and those challenge they, that, that presented a lot of challenges, but my dad knew that environment was critical to development. So he, he moved us out to the suburbs when I was in the second grade. So I was the first, we were the first black family in the neighborhood. My brother and I were the first black family at the local Catholic school. Okay. And, and we had what I thought was the, the American dream. We had arrived, right? So, so second grade to like sixth grade, we'd go on vacations. We'd have Sunday dinners. Um, We were a family. Yeah. I got a picture of what it looked like to have a family. Hmm. And unfortunately, mom and dad's relationship um, got really bad. And um, hmm. a lot of childhood trauma, drama, abuse. Sure. Hmm. And in, in the eighth grade, going in the uh, end of my eighth grade, going into my ninth grade, mom and dad separated for good. Okay. And, and I realized now after a lot of work, growth, therapy. Yeah that um they they would break up and then they get back together they break up and get back together this time they didn't get back together mm. and i went from an honor roll student to failing out of high school mm. wow. to getting kicked out of the house to moving in with lori okay to getting in trouble with the law and yeah. and eventually having to serve some time wow. wow and so the reason i'm telling you that is because I, as, as i realize as i grow when we talk about values is that i got to share a story with you about the day i got arrested mm, yeah, yeah so so 
I ended up getting in, in I had work was working a job and um started hustling drugs mm. and to the guys on the job. Long story short, one of the guys got busted and they turned into a confidential informant and set me up. Uh-huh. So I'm at my house one day and literally SWAT bust in the door. They're wow. raiding my house all over the place. Um, I'm down on the ground. They got their guns blown, drawn and they, I'm down to my underwear and I'm handcuffed to a chair. Oh, wow. And my two year old son, Michael walks into the room in a pamper. And I just remember looking up in the sky and saying, God, please don't let me lose my family. Mm. Wow. Wow. And the reason I'm telling you what I why I value, what I value so much mm. is that I realized that I, I valued my family. I, I was that that eighth grade, ninth grade kid, always wanted mom and dad to get back together. I wanted to get that family back. Yeah. And I didn't know I was going down that road. I thought I was kind of doing something on the side. Nobody would know about, but God knew that I Mm. needed to be stopped at that time where I may have lost my family because today, besides my relationship with God, it's my family that almost that's most valuable to me. Mm. So I spent the rest of my, you know, the next 20 something years um, working on, making sure that my family was number one and, and that, yeah. that my family was, uh, was, would stay the most important, most valuable thing to me. Yeah. Wow. So, so the value of my family is, is, is number one, right? My number, mm-hmm. number one is obviously my relationship with God. Number two is, is my family. Yeah. Yeah. And then number three is my, like, is, is my purpose. A lot of people call it your business, right? Yeah. Your career. Yeah, I've I've learned to call that my purpose. Mm-hmm. It's what I feel like God is calling me into at this season of my life. Yeah, right. And then, um, your body temple. Yep. Yeah. Your yep. body temple. I've learned in this growth journey that when I'm good mind, body, and spirit, mm-hmm. I'm more productive. Oh, I'm more yeah. creative. Yeah. I see clearer. I'm healthier, yeah. right? Yeah. And then and then you you need money. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah. We we need money to make an impact. We need money to make a difference. We need money to and it's the love of money that's the root of all evil. <laughs> it's not money itself. Sure, sure. So so I've I've slimmed down to like these five key areas yeah of of life and um and now I actually teach a class called Journey to Purpose. on those five key areas right and if you're if you want to you know you have goals and dreams and desires what you value should show up on your daily agenda yeah yeah for sure so so i'm sorry i went so long there but i think it's important when you're when you're talking about values in my journey specifically yeah no doubt about it you know as i was thinking I was just jotting jotting some notes because as I was listening to your story, I was thinking before you even said the word purpose, I was thinking really from pain to purpose that your your pain in that moment drove the growth and your growth journey towards purpose and towards your calling. And 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 I really loved that, you know, that 
there are so many people who might go through uh, a situation like that, you know, that there's a life journey and, and they don't think about the, the direction that they're going and, and making it something that is, um, um, positive or, or in, in taking it in a positive direction. There's a lot of people that could just sit in that place and say, woe is me. And, you know, I, and, and I'm sure there are people that still stay there, but you chose to grow. You chose to move in a different direction. And, and I, I guess, you know, what was Lori's role in that? Because I know that she's played a pivotal role in, you know, your journey as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, she's my rock, right? <laughs> when, when we met, um, home life was pretty bad. Mm. Right. And, um, there was a specific night that I share, um, the night I knew she was the one, mm. right? Like it just wasn't a good night at the Howell home. <laughs> sure. And it was a, it was something that I would never wanted anybody from the outside to see. Mm. And she saw it. Mm. And instead of running, which I thought most people would, yeah. she stayed right there and she loved me in it and she loved me through it wow. and she supported me. Wow. And um, and even when, you know, I, I got arrested, um, you know, for two and a half years, I was on work release every day, having to go back and forth to the county prison. Wow. And um, and and at the time that I got sentenced, she was pregnant with our second son, oh, wow. Marcus. Okay. So, you know, August 1st, 1994, I turned myself into the county prison mm -hmm. for 18 months. And she's pregnant with Marcus, who's 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 born on in October 1994. Wow. And that's another story in itself because he had some complications when when he was born. Yeah. But you know, when you, when, when I think about, you know, it's just so many things I could share about Lori, yeah. but I don't know a lot of women that would have hung in there and stayed with me right. when, you know, we were going through such a, such a tough and difficult season, yeah. but, um, you know, mm. she stayed right there. She's always been supportive. Mm. She's, she had a, a full-time job for most of, of, of our, you know, lives. Mm -hmm. And in 2015, after 21 years in corporate America came and joined me in real estate. And, you know, here we are 33 years later, <laughs> owning a real estate company with our, with our friend and partner, our two mm -hmm. sons, Michael and Marcus run the sales team. Yeah. Uh, we just sold our house of 25 years. And um, and our youngest son just got married a month ago. It's amazing. Yeah. And so, so I I give God all the glory, and yeah. um, and Lori gets a gets a big big uh, you know shout out as, shout out as <laughs> She's well. A queen for, man <laughs> for for a queen, queen yeah. to say the least for uh for putting up with me because i certainly yeah. haven't made it easy <laughs> no man i i totally get that i yeah i we, we could trade stories for sure <laughs> yeah. and if cindy listens to this she's gonna she'll be like yeah let me tell you some <laughs> <laughs> oh man so tell me a little bit about what is it like to have your sons in business with you because um you know, I was a partner with my dad for about 19 years and um, I had, I mean, there was, there were a lot of great moments that we had and there were some, some, you know, great things that we, 
accomplished together. Um, and I learned a lot from him. And there were also some moments that weren't so great as well. You know, frustrations on my point, on my part, but also uh, growth parts, you know, for me as well. And, and, and I've taken some of those moments and almost replayed them in my head now as I've worked with, you know, some of my family members, you know, what, you know, one of my kids actually does the the books for, for our company. And, um, you know, I, so I'm just kind of curious from your perspective, what's it like having your sons in business with you and just being able to help them to, to grow as well? Um, it's probably one of the best blessings of my life. Mm, wow. Cool. Um, they're both very, um, they're, they're both a, a mixture of Lori and I, right. Yeah, sure. Um, but they're always, they've always been leaders. They've been, they're athletes. So they played mm -hmm. sports throughout all the way up into college. Yeah. So they're leaders in their spheres as well. Yeah. And business is, you know, there's a set of principles for any business that you run. Right. And, and I yeah. teach business building, um, to our office and to the, to the community. Yeah. And so they've now just been able to actually put those principles into place mm. with their own sphere of influence, along with mom and I, Lori and I's sphere of influence yeah. and, and do the things that have helped us to be successful. And it's grown them personally, professionally, and financially. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and we all like, you know, we're, we're, we're crazy sports fans. <laughs> sure. We all um, love God. Yeah. Both my boys are, are leaders in church and they lead life groups. Cool. Um, and so, you know, I always go, you, you said it best pain to purpose. Yeah. You know, the things that that hurt me the most as a kid when the, when the family was to break up, mm -hmm. it's almost like God is re restoring and redeeming it in my family. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. So I love the fact yeah. that we get to, to work together, but it's not always easy. Yeah. I'm not the easiest person to, to, to work with. Mm. Um, I don't say for anymore because yeah, they have a right, choice. Right. Right? Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> But that's that's part of the growth in the journey too, right? Is is yeah. is becoming aware, becoming aware. These guys are they're not just my kids anymore; they're men. Yeah, right, right. right. And so, like I said early on, leading by example, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. learning when I'm not doing something right, or if I've been harsh, or if I've not been kind because the frustrations, life gets lifey. Yeah. To be able to go back and say, you know, hey, I'm sorry, I wasn't, I didn't handle that properly. Yeah. And, um, and, and I wouldn't suggest you do that. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And, and when I think about that, I think about, you know, the fact that I can, only, I can do my part by leading by example. Mm -hmm. And they've got a better example to follow yeah. that could take them to, you know, the levels that they want to go, right? Yeah, new places. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's so that's so great. So, you know, I, I, I'd love to just kind of like turn the corner here for just a moment. You know, we've talked about kind of what led you to to where you are today. 
And I'm always interested in like, how do you sustain growth and what's next for you? Like in, in this new season, I mean, you, you're, you're in a new place, you, you know, you sold the, the house that you've lived in for 25 years and, and, and now you're, you're, you're in a new season of life. Um, what's, you know, like what's on the horizon for you and how do you keep yourself growing and, and moving in the direction of your vision and, and, and your purpose? Number one is is my relationship with God and, mm. and having that daily quiet time. Yeah. You know, and um being a little bit more flexible, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. understanding that I don't know it all. Mm. And so just having a passion for growth, having a passion for more knowledge. Yeah. Um being committed. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um a lot of a lot of the things I've found from the, the 15 invaluable laws, consistency, yeah, right? What's sure. next? So so I do pretty much the same things every morning. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. And um and that's where I get the guidance and direction on how to make choices and decisions yeah. for what's next. Yeah. It's why I'm I'm um launching into the kingdom coaching space because I feel it's not something that I desired when I started. Sure. I feel like it's more of a, a calling. Yeah. yeah. And then, then you take what you already have in you, right? If I'm going to do this, yeah, I'm not going to half-ass it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You're going <laughs> right? all the way, man. I'm going to get good yeah. at it because in order to make a difference and 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 make a greater impact in the world, mm. you got to be credible. Yeah, sure. You got to be credible. Yeah. And and I think so far in the journey um, where God has has me today, there's plenty of room to 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 grow into making more of a difference, making more of an impact. So, mm. you know, it's mm -hmm. really for me, um, just being guided and directed by His Spirit. Yeah. And and obeying where where i'm supposed to be going man yeah and then so good. trusting mm. trusting him with it that whatever comes up i'll be able to handle it yeah you've you've got a you've got the the capacity within you to to, to, to take on whatever whatever comes your way you know, one of the things that I'm hearing you say that I, I really appreciate and I think is really true, especially with any leader who's going on the, a growth journey and and I think even transitioning into different seasons of life is the <clears throat> the stability of a daily discipline, um, you know, a morning routine, a morning ritual and some 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 disciplines that will help give you a foundation to be able to help you to 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 be um, on purpose and to be move, le leaning into that significance as opposed to um, just striving for success all the time. And I think that the the people that I've I've talked with, and you know, not only just here on the on the podcast, but other leaders that I've I've been able to interact with, they're there's some kind of of discipline that's that's involved. I was just talking this week um, with one of my clients, um, and, and and we were talking about this idea of discipline equals freedom, and and it's it's that discipline that we 
we walk ourselves through and take ourselves through, whether it's that morning, you know, rituals of, of quiet time and, and meditation and, and, and maybe even journaling, um, that, that gives us the, the freedom to be able to have the mind to, to do the things that we want to do and be filled with the things that God wants us to be about and, and accomplishing. And so I think what I'm hearing you say is that that, that foundation for you is really the, the thing that helps you to weather the seasons of, of life and the different seasons, the changing seasons. And, and I think that's really important for any leader who's going through a growth journey because there are season changes. There are things, there are things that happen that, that naturally just evolve. I mean, you know, your son getting married and you guys moving and all of those little things can take us out of our element. But when we have that foundation of, of a discipline, both physically, spiritually, and, and mentally and emotionally, um, that makes a, a, a huge difference, makes a huge difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. You said it. Be, you have to be filled. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be filled every day. And that's what I found. Um, you know, um, in Journey to Purpose, and I think it's uh, se session two we talk about, or session one, is, you know, you start with your heart's desire, what's your desire, your goal, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And then you want to be filled on a daily basis. It's that getting good, right? Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. it's what you want to come out. Yeah. You need to be filled up with yeah. regularly. Yeah. And it really helps to identify where to go, decisions to make your choices, right? Yeah. What's what's the right next move? What's the right choice or decision? Those quiet times help you and and getting filled help you to make those decisions. Yeah. You know, like I like I said and I know you're a person of faith, yeah. it, it starts with it starts with that though, right? Yeah, yeah, it does. Being in alignment. Yeah. Being in alignment helps you to know what's next. Yeah, and I think that- And, just, and, and yeah, less go likely ahead. to be distracted. Right, right, and that's a huge one. I mean, that's, that's so huge. Uh, I think distraction is probably one of the biggest um, stumbling blocks for leaders in their growth journey is just being distracted and not, not taking the time to focus and not, not being willing to slow down and, and take the time to, 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 to create that vision in their head. And one of the things that I was going to, you know, ask you is, so if you, if, if you, are talking to, let's say, you know, in my terms, an emerging leader, somebody who's maybe new to leadership, how do they create that vision? Because I've talked to a number of different leaders who maybe they're new on their journey and they, they don't even know, like, what do they desire? How do they, how do they find their purpose and, and really, you know, kind of see that, that future that, you know, God wants them to, 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 to pursue? How do how do you help people do that? I don't know if you have a process that you take people through or anything like that. Um, I, I think you need to, I think you really need to get a coach. Yeah, sure. I think yeah. that's one of the things, right? Is get yeah. a coach, have some accountability mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because, you know, a lot of people I think don't really know 
where they're going. Like I, I didn't, I didn't, I've always wanted, um, I've always desired for big and great and better things, but I didn't, I didn't start out to aspire to be a real estate owner of a real estate company. Sure. I put some principles in place, hard work, mm-hmm. discipline, yeah. commitment. Mm-hmm. And then as I grew, once I got a coach and started spending that time, quiet time, writing, mm-hmm. asking mm-hmm. questions, getting curious, and yeah. then journaling, yeah. the vision started to get clearer. Mm. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. The vision started to get clearer. And some of the dreams and goals that I used to have that were almost always financial yeah. shifted. Yeah, interesting. Right? Yeah. The, the goal to make more money became to make more of a difference. Yeah. Hmm. And guess what happened? <laughs> I started yeah. making more money too. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's kind of interesting how that happens. Yeah. It's just that's not your sole focus, you know. That's not yeah. Yeah, I think that's I think that's So get so a coach. Cool. Yeah. You know, practice the disciplines of daily, daily quiet time, commitment. Mm-hmm. Um you you definitely need to have somebody out in front of you that can help you see the blind spots that you're not able to see, right? Yeah. To to, yeah. to get through some of the breakthroughs. What what are some of the areas I think about some of the communication that I was just not good at, mm. but it was, it was hindering the growth. And, and when I had a, a, a call with one of my coaches and tell them what's going on, you know, they could share with you, Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And, mm-hmm. and, and you see some things and then, you know, Hey, all right, you know what? I'm going to work on this. Yeah, sure. And I'm going to work on this a little bit more every day. Yeah. yeah. And it's about, progress every day mm-hmm. not perfection mm, that's that. one i'm still working on yeah you know yeah. you want it to be perfect yeah but while you're trying to make it perfect you're, you're stuck and you're stagnant yeah. just keep moving keep that. moving and and the progress you you may not ever be perfect but it'll continue to get better and better and better uh, I love that, Michael. Man, it's been it's just such a delight to have uh, you here and and just share some time. And not only just hearing your story, but hearing the the growth journey that you've been on. And and thank you for sharing so openly just about your journey. Um, I, I know that it's going to help somebody who's who's listening. And um, so I'm I'm really grateful for for you being here today. Um, tell everybody you know where they can where they can get a hold of you, where they can get in touch, and maybe see more about your programs. Um, you, the, I, I I'd love to just have you share that. Yeah, website KingdomCoachingMH.com on Facebook Kingdom Coaching by Mike Howell. Um, that'll link you up to everything else social media wise. Awesome. Um, and yeah. David, thank you. Thank you for for having me. It was a pleasure to to be on with you. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I've admired you since the moment I met you. I've told you that before, and, and I just appreciate the opportunity to to come and spend some time with you today. 
Yeah, man. Well, and, and I know um, we've got a lot more uh, things to do together uh, into the future. So I'm really excited about that and really excited to uh, to see where God has us uh, in the in the future, man. So appreciate you. And um, yeah, God bless you. And, and, and uh, we'll see you again soon. You got it. Thank you.